You probably don't need an expert to tell you that one of the best things you can do as a parent is take a breath. Take a breath, mom and dad. Uh, moms and dads who find a, uh, it a, a breath of fresh air not to be shouting at their kids all the time. When you set boundaries for your kids, but enforce them calmly, it will change your life. When adults around children regulate their own emotions, that capability gets passed down to their kids. The theory is if mom and dad are in survival mode, the kids are going to be in survival mode. So if you're trying to raise empathetic, self-motivated kids, it starts with setting boundaries and forcing expectations without yelling all the time. Easier said than done, I know. But it's a, it's a, it's a hashtag life goal, right? How many parents have done this? Guys, that's I mean, guys, that's enough. <laughs> I'm not yelling. <laughs> Do you know I have a friend? You know what she does instead of yelling? What? She gets maniacally sickening sweet. And she tells me about on herself. Wow. She's just like, no, we're not <laughs> doing that right now. And they know when mom gets all. like that, they know, oh, mom's lost it. You know what that's I just it. thought of? Why didn't I think of this when I when the kids were little? I should just got one of those little air horns. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody would have been like, Dad, no, no, no. All right, then settle down or you get in the air horn. Hmm. I wonder if any parents tried it. Hey, do you and your other half get each other Christmas presents? Coming up, a lot of couples prefer this. Hey, do you and your other half get each other Christmas presents? Two in five couples would rather put the cash they typically spend on gifts for each other toward taking a trip together. I have an idea. Yeah? A 10-day luxury cruise. Well, what's the catch? We skip Christmas. We skip Christmas? Um, I, I don't know. More than half of couples say they prefer experiences when they can make memories together uh, as a couple or with their kids rather than material things. And um, so a lot of people, like, that's what my, my husband and I do. We give each other a trip for Christmas instead of doing stockings and gifts. And then, like, my friend Heidi approached me way back in November and said, hey, let's, instead of getting each other gifts this year, how about we go take a cooking class together? And I said, I love it. Let's do it. That's a great idea. There you go. For what you'll have to buy stuff from what you learn in your cooking class. <laughs> if you want to make those I'm recipes at home, whole, you need all the gadgets. This whole idea of experiences or stuff, just uh, it just doesn't work. I think pe- people want to sound like, oh, I'm not into material things. I'm the only one honest enough to say I am. <laughs> I totally like stuff. Maybe you don't. Maybe my stuff's better than yours. <laughs> and your family is so good at picking out aspects of your personality and giving you the perfect gifts. Yeah, no, incredible. But, but what I'm saying is, that, but but don't don't slack off on an experience either. I'll take both. <laughs> Why the either or? It's just silly. Okay, you know what it's like trying to get kids to be in a photo. It, it can be challenging. They're just like, Mom, <laughs> especially depending on their ages. Oh, yeah. Well, my sister came up with the most brilliant idea for photographing her three kids. Mm-hmm. It's totally an idea you can steal. I'll tell you about it in just a minute. So I have a great idea you can steal from my sister, Esther. Uh, she's one of the twins, one of my baby sisters. And she had the joy of having all three of her children under one roof for Thanksgiving. It was a Thanksgiving miracle because mm-hmm. two of the kids have moved out. Yeah. And, um, and so she sent us all this secret video she took. She got her iPhone out and she let the kids know, hey, I'm going to take a picture. And was like trying to get them positioned so they kind of like look all even and like you know she's got twin boys mm-hmm. and she okay. had um her her baby girl who was born 18 months before the twin boys and the boys were flanking their sister and 
And it was all a video. <laughs> and it is priceless. You get to just, you know, get a little taste of their personalities. And I was just, I've watched it like three times. Did she do the video on purpose or was it a mistake? It was on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, okay. yeah. She they, told they, them. She told them she was just all getting Got ready it. to take the picture. And that's why she took so long to be like, Aaron, sit up a little bit. Isaac, you're kind of hunched over. And, and Leah, move forward. And Leah's like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And it was just such a cute, like, snap of their personalities. And um, it was so surreal and bizarre to see my little nephews who have, they're, they're having a birthday on December 10th. The first time I met them, they were in little baby Christmas stockings. Mm-hmm. With facial hair. I was freak, freaking out. I'm like, what happened? How did they get facial okay. hair? Brace yourself. They've decided that they definitely are interested in girls at this point in their lives, too. <laughs> no. No, they're my little boys. They're my little baby nephews. That can't be possible. Right. Mom and Aunt Taylor are the only women in their lives. Come right, on. Right, right. <laughs> That's great. What a great story. So I was telling you a minute ago about my sister came up with this great way to get a treasure, a video of your kids, make them think you're just taking a picture, but hit the video button instead. And it is surreal to see them so grown up. My sister um, has had an 18-month-old baby girl and then got pregnant and had gave birth to twin boys. And those boys are a big deal in our family because my mom had three girls and she prayed and prayed and prayed that she would have a boy and she got twin bo- twin girls <laughs> instead. So when she got to live her dream vicariously through twin grandsons, uh-huh. uh, we all know it's not a family secret. They quickly became the favorite. One time I, I, I flew home to my hometown of Jupiter, Florida, and I was talking to my mom. I had just arrived. And I'm like, she's like, how did your flight go? And she'd give me a big hug and everything. And the doorbell ring rang. And she literally looked at me and went, <laughs> it was like the mom from Christmas with the cranks. Like I had never seen anything like it. She was so thrilled that her her baby grandkids, the twins, <laughs> like, had arrived. All of a sudden, you're recalculating the cost of the flight. Yeah. Why did Why did I even bother? Right. <laughs> Taylor, you know me. I'm not a skateboarder. However. I'm thinking of putting a skateboard on my Christmas list this year for Santa Claus to bring me. You? Yes. And I don't want to ride the skateboard. I just want the board. I don't even want the wheels. I just want the board. There's a skateboard company and they're called Motherboards and they have the graphics are really cool looking. It's all of Jesus mom. It's all of Mary. Like the, all the skateboards have artwork. You ever seen skateboards that have artwork on the bottom yeah. of them? Yeah, they're all Mary and they're called motherboards. I want one. <laughs> I want to just hang it in my office. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Does it go to a charity or anything? The money or? I don't know. I have no idea. I just want one. I think it's awesome. I want a motherboard. Hey, you do you. <laughs> oh, man. Last night I was in the middle of the Christmas crazy and my husband was giggling at me because he's like, that is so you, Taylor. That's always stuff like that always happens to you. I'll tell you what was going on in just a minute. So I was in the middle of Christmas crazy last night. I was trying to order a custom coffee mug for somebody. Okay. Um, she just became a grandma and her husband sent me all these pictures of her and her grandbaby. And it's for this office um, gift exchange at my husband's work. And so I, I had the pictures. I go, I find the mug I want online. Mm-hmm. I start to work on it. It says, you would be better if you downloaded the app. 
to create this mug. And I'm like, fine. <laughs> so I download the app and then I got the pictures in. It, the pictures got, the heads were getting cut off. It was not. <laughs> I'm like, ah. So then I went and chose a different mug that didn't say best grandma ever. <laughs> and then I got this and I got this. And then I went to go pay and it, I got the spinning wheel of death no, on the app. I was just uh... like, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. And Glenn goes, this is so you. Stuff like this always happens. I'm like, this is not putting me in the Christmas spirit. So I just set my phone down. I walked away. I finished folding clothes that I had thrown over on the couch I was going to fold. So I, I fold the clothes and I walk back to my phone and it's still spinning. And I'm like, no, no, no. So I closed the app completely. I went back and I had a Christmas miracle. It was in my cart. I clicked on PayPal and I was able to check out. And I was like, thank you, Lord. I can finally check this off my to-do list. (laughs) Who knew trying to be giving could make you so cranky? (laughs) Okay, you know how you save and save and save and you go to an event that's kind of a splurge for your family, Mm -hmm. but you're like, I want to make a memory with my kids. This is going to be epic. And then inevitably, indubitably, something happens. (laughs) We're going to talk about that in just a minute. All right, you know what it's like. You scrimp and save, and you're like, I know this is expensive, but this is going to be such a good experience mm-hmm. gift my for my are kids. Gonna this, They're going right? to love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a friend of mine, she takes her son, her little, um, he's five now, to this fancy schmancy circus. And there's going to be acrobats, and it's just going to be something like he's never seen before. Okay. And she also adds in, took him out to breakfast ahead of time, and he had grits and she wasn't thinking about how they may make the grits a little different than they do at home <laughs> with water. And it probably had a lot of cream and butter in it. And mm. her son is lactose intolerant. <laughs> so they get to the circus and he made it through the first half. It's intermission. <sighs> They're going to the bathroom, you know, headed to use the bathroom as all five-year-olds need to do at intermission. Uh-huh. And she goes, he goes, Mommy, my tummy hurts. And with not even finishing the hurts, the S on the projectile, like it's just, yeah. (laughs) She's horrified. It's a little bit on her shoes. Like she feels so bad for the people who work there because she's got, uh, you know, typical five-year-old. Within like 30 minutes, he was drinking a Sprite and eating popcorn right, during the second half. We get some more like candy corn over here. <laughs> he had a great time. Her, not so much. Do you ever get the winter blues? It's not even officially winter yet till December 21st, but <laughs> oh man, those shorter days are rough. It gets dark so early. Well, it's easy to get the post-Christmas blues when all the decorations come down And the most wonderful time of the year is over. Hmm. Researchers discovered that, believe it or not, walking in a winter wonderland not only boosts your mood, but helps you beat the blues. Uh, It also jumpstarts your self-esteem and makes you feel better in your own skin. Now, this is the first study that looks at a winter walk versus, you know, like walking by the water or just in nature in general. So... For those of you who listen to the Kevin and Taylor show in parts of the country there, you have winter wonderlands. That's that's a pretty cool thing you can do. Go for a walk in the snow. I love seeing a meme or a post on social media and being able to reply, I feel seen. You feel like somebody really gets you, understands you, right? Well, I had that experience yesterday. This meme says, nothing says I'm confused like me 
trying to sleep in the wintertime. The heat is on. The fan is blowing. The window is cracked. I'm under 13 blankets with one bare foot hanging out. <laughs> you ever do that and you're like so cold you're so cold when you get in so you pull the covers up to like your chin and then i don't know you fall asleep and an hour later you're taking off your socks you're putting you're just letting one <laughs> leg hang out right you're keeping the rest of your body covered but that one leg supposedly is going to regulate your temperature yep. for the rest it's totally me i feel seen coming up what's your favorite family recipe Hey, do you have a favorite family recipe? Maybe you treasure a recipe from someone who's in heaven. Like I have my grandma Bessie's recipe for whoopie pies. Guess that's a thing in New Hampshire where she lived. Uh, Check this out. A woman in Washington, D.C. named Rosie Grant posts recipes that she finds on gravestones. I was today years old when I learned that people carve their favorite recipes into gravestones. Um, It's a thing. And it's a new find, found passion for Rosie. She stumbled upon during the pandemic while studying at the University of Maryland and interning at D.C.'s Congressional Cemetery. She had never cooked before this. I cooked with the family of Naomi. Through this whole process, I am literally learning how to cook from the dead. Rosie said she's torn between a mac and cheese or a clam linguine recipe on her gravestone. <laughs> I think my mom... If she wanted a recipe on a gravestone, she has given no indication that that's that's something she wants. But it would have to be her famous carrot cake with cream cheese frosting. That's interesting, especially because she's in my old neck of the woods. I'm from Baltimore originally. She's in Maryland. And uh, I've spent a fair amount of time in cemeteries. My mom would take us to the cemetery at least once a month to put flowers on the gravestones of all of our loved ones. And I have so I've seen hundreds Mm -hmm. of gravestones. And I've never seen a recipe on a gravestone. I think That's this very is why unique. this is, yeah, she's just gone viral with her, you know, she'll, what she'll do is she'll post a picture of herself at the gravestone with the recipe for say like snickerdoodle cookies. I saw that photo myself and then she'll make the recipe and tell people how it turned out and people are love, they're fascinated by it. She posts pictures of herself at the, at the grave. Now that, and that's a weird thing. Because mm-hmm. we went to, there's a very famous cemetery. It took, we went on a trip of a lifetime with our kids to Paris. And there's a very famous cemetery there where a lot of famous people are buried. And we went to visit. And in front of Oscar Wilde's gravestone, which is a very elaborate gravestone, we, I was like, hey, come here, get a picture. One of my daughters and I, we took a selfie and we're smiling from ear to ear. I went, wait, that's not appropriate. <laughs> in front of a grave. Yeah, you I guess. You smile from ear to ear in front of a gravestone. Because it's a recipe. She feels okay posting a picture. And I would love to know, because since your wife is such a chef, uh, what recipe would be on her gravestone if, in some by some miracle, she wanted a recipe on her gravestone? Hmm, I, don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. I don't know about you, but I was today years old when I learned that people put their favorite recipe on their gravestones. I just put it in Google Images and all these gravestones popped up. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about if you were to put your favorite recipe, or like the recipe your mom or your grandma is known for, on their gravestone, what recipe would you choose? Give us a call. Hey, Alexis, we're uh, talking about this. Apparently, it's a trend. People are putting recipes on gravestones of their loved ones or whatever. I thought about my wife. You just have to put a QR code on hers and, and have a book of recipes because she's got so many. That's so but, sweet. but what about you? My mom would probably want her cream cheese pound cake recipe on there. Ooh, that sounds so good. It's making my mouth water. Oh, my goodness. 
was amazing. <laughs> Do you have the recipe, Alexis? I don't. My sister has it. My sister has it, and she's made it before. I'm not a baker. I'm more of a cooker. But, okay. Um, my sister has made it once before, and it came out pretty good. I said I'm more of a I'm more of an eater. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so bring that pound cake on by the radio station. <laughs> I would love to. I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Hey Stephanie, who knew people put recipes on gravestones? So if you had to choose what would you pick? Which recipe? Well, we actually don't have a recipe, but we were here talking about it in the car. My 14-year-old said, that's an invasion of privacy taking pictures. And then we were thinking, who's checking the recipes? Because if you're like a teaspoon off, you're not going to have snickerdoodles. You're going to have like snicker poo-poo or something like that. <laughs> and nobody wants that. <laughs> I right. feel like we just had a snapshot of what it's like to be in your family stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and it's Satchanese, by the way. Satchanese. But it sounds like Stephanie, but it's Satchanese. We love you guys. Thank you. Oh, Keep doing cool. what you're doing. I love you right back. Thanks for hanging out All with right. us. Bye-bye. Take care. Hey, do you agree that making and retaining deep, meaningful friendships as an adult is super hard? According to research, it's especially tough for men. Now, why is that? Researchers learn that men still want to appear stoic and independent, and it's hard for them to express the vulnerability needed to have a close friend. The drive to toughen up and never show vulnerability restricts men from friendships and can lead to loneliness, violence, and anger. And uh, guys, if you're like, hey, I really want to turn that, turn that around, flip that script, a great place to start for guys to start building friendships, you don't necessarily have to be vulnerable, is just listen and ask great questions of other guys. And that leads to a much deeper relationship when you're a good listener. Coming up, the police officer who's earned a brand new nickname, the Baby Whisperer. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the day. A cop on Long Island just delivered his fifth baby in five years. <laughs> a woman gave birth in her living room on Saturday and he helped coach her through it. Now, uh, people are calling him the baby whisperer. <laughs> hmm. Officer John became a godfather of the third child he delivered after baby Bryce stopped breathing because an umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. He and another officer uh, on this recent baby girl um, on the side of the road. And then the one on Saturday was the other day where he taught some fellow rookie cops. This is how you do it. The baby came out and opened his eyes and he looked right at Connor and like, who are you? <laughs> so I thought it was funny, but it was it was a beautiful experience. Hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Five babies in five years. And what's wild? Wow. He doesn't have any children of his own yet. <laughs> so he, he's going to be a pro once he meets his bride-to-be and they became parents. No kidding. He'll probably insist on a home birth. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> like, I got this. I got I've this. done no, it five no times. Problem. No problem. <laughs> so I have a personal request for everybody listening to The Kevin and Taylor Show. And it's about Christmas shopping and interacting with uh, cashiers and People working at stores, working hard this time of the year. They're practically elves, right? And uh, and how we treat them. It's coming up next. So at this time of the year, things can get kind of stressful, kind of hectic as you're out running around doing your shopping and picking up gifts for everybody. You're waiting in those lines and you're like, oh my goodness, come on, lady. Uh, I do have a request for Kevin and Taylor listeners. I don't think a lot of us would do this, but at our worst moments, maybe it's been one of us. Um be be kind to the people working behind the counter. My daughter is one of those people. 
And uh, she had a really bad incident yesterday. Oh, no. Um, I'm so sorry. Yeah, That's awful. Um, she, the aftermath of you throwing a fit with someone at, the, at that counter, you get to walk away and just fume and text your friends and call everyone and tell them about, you know, how you stood up for yourself. Meanwhile, that cashier, like my daughter, was in the bathroom crying afterwards because oh. she works at a place where they have a rewards and a points thing if you shop there often. And this lady came in and she was making a pretty big purchase. And she said, I, want, I have points I can use. And she had to tell her, I'm sorry you don't have any points. Yes, I do. I spent over $1,000 here last year. And she said, was it over a year ago? And the lady oh, said, yes. No. And she said, your points expire after a year. And she showed her the screen. And she said, well, you, you've you got to give me a discount then. She said, I, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I don't, yeah. I'm not capable of doing that. And the lady said, well, I want to talk to your manager. And she said, I can go get my manager, but he's unfortunately going to tell you the same thing. There's not, there is literally nothing that we can do here. So the F-bomb started flying at the store, at the world, at, at my daughter, every, at the whole mm. thing. Uh, and she was just, my daughter April is, is the sweetest girl you'd ever met. She yeah. just shrank. Ugh. And she said, I had to go in the bathroom and cry for a couple of minutes and just reset get myself back together yeah. and she said i went on got got on with the rest of my day, day. but there is mm. collateral damage when yeah. you feel like you've been wronged at the checkout counter and you're not getting your way and you take it out on that person behind the register who's telling you i'm sorry i can't do anything take it yeah. easy on them because they're Ugh. they're real human beings so sorry she went through that who go home and tell their daddies these things and their daddies go what was her name? I'm going to her house right now. <laughs> Seriously, though. She's in the points program. You can find her. <laughs> right. Just kidding. Well, apparently, she's not anymore. <laughs> and that was the whole problem. So, you know, we have an opportunity to, you know, be a great representative of Christ or be something else. I'm saying be a representative of Christ if you can. It's Kevin and Taylor. Hey, Kevin. It's Daryl. Daryl, what's going on, buddy? Not much. I'm just sitting here listening to you about what happened to your daughter and all that. Yeah. I've been in grocery retail for 32 years. I've seen it all, okay? Oh, so, man. I, I can bet. imagine. Give her, give her my my sympathy, okay? Because just tell her that I let her know that, you know, somebody's been in the business for 32 years and I have seen it all. Mm, I bet. And you know what? Uh, another thing to remember, we're encouraging you to really treat people who are, you know, working hard this Christmas, especially at retail, to treat them with some kindness and respect. There's not one cashier or one person that works in a store that got up this morning and said, you know what? I'm going to go into work today and I'm going to try to make people as miserable as possible. Right. <laughs> That's exactly. not what they do, right? They get up, they're going to their job because yeah. they... They need to earn a living, but they also, if they're in that line of work, they probably, before they started there, liked people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I try so hard at the grocery store. Like, I not only look at the cashier in the eye and ask her how she's doing, but then when I get over to the little end of the line, I talk to the person bagging my groceries and ask them how they're doing, if they're having a good day. Yeah, that's cool.